is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, this is Tweety. You can follow Fish Out of Water podcast on Twitter at FooPod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fish out of water podcast. Thanks guys. Enjoy the episode. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish at Water This is Fish at Water Hey guys, what's up? This is Jeremiah And I'm Ryan And today on Fish Out of Water, we have a great guest. He's a sketch teacher at UCB. He's the director of the mod team, Karate Karate. He was a writer on the show, Gay of Thrones. We have Mark Rennie here. Mark Rennie. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I guess let's just start really simple. Like, what, where... Uh, where did your comedy sort of start? Like, when did you start writing comedy and doing comedy? Um, I always loved comedy, but I didn't start until like maybe like ten years ago. It was pretty. I went to film school to like direct, and then the film school I went to was really geared toward commercial directing. I was getting ready my last term to like direct another commercial, and I realized I just don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm not that good. Like, I'm fine at it, but like all my peers were like a lot better and passionate about it. I'm, like, I'm just not interested in doing commercials. And then I would always write like silly, dumb, like little scripts and things just for fun. And then I had one friend say like, well, you should write comedy. And I was like, oh, maybe I should. And then I realized because all my favorite clips and things were always, whenever in class, we always had to bring in like, bring a clip or something. People would bring in like Fellini and stuff. And I would bring in like a Mr. Show clip. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. or like Arrested Development and that kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, then I, ever since then, I kind of always had been pursuing comedy writing. I want I want to see what someone that's passionate about commercial. That's what I just had to say. I don't. That's kind of. I didn't even know that was a field you could go into. Michael Bay is a fellow alumni. I went to the same art center, College of Design in Pasadena. Michael Bay, Zack Snyder, and Tarsem, who did the Cell. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah. So they wait. So they learned how to. Direct commercials. Direct commercials. Yeah. That's where they started. Yeah. Michael Bay's was that Got Milk from the Aaron Burr. Um, got milk commercial. Like, it was like, yeah, I remember that, that, was, that made Michael Bay. He couldn't say burr because his mouth was full peanut of bread or peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter, that right. made Michael Bay. That like, made him who he is today. Oh, Cause wow. that we have transformers the lost night. I That's know. actually, I remember the commercial. So yeah. he did a good job. He did a great job. <laughs> so, so if you want to be a transformers director, just and then he did transformers. Commercials. The commercial yeah. was so much better than the movie transformers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, were you are you from uh, L.A. originally? Or no, I'm from Bay Area, San Jose, California, okay. California native. Gotcha. Okay. So you weren't a UCB New York guy. You I was not. No, yeah. I didn't do it into UCB until like eight years ago. Okay. And that what? Well, what year is it now? It's 2017. Yeah, 2017. So, 09. So, when 09? did UCB start? Like 2006 or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not here. I mean, not in yeah, New yeah. York. It was like in the 90s. <coughs> so it wasn't me. the huge center that it was it was just franklin when i started yeah. um and taking classes out of like little hole in the wall rental spaces mm-hmm. and now to see it explode into this behemoth it's crazy it's crazy it? yeah yeah i remember there's only one improv show a night like you know <laughs> yeah. indie shows you know what i mean there'd be one indie night right. and people would just float around to those because there's only it's, you'd see like the same 100 200 people pretty much yeah. but now it's just Huge. There's Huge. so much, so many stages, so many opportunities. Like, there's no excuse for you not to put be putting I work up. When you used to do, when we or whoever used to do improv, you could do like TNT. Yeah, and that was it. And so you never turned down a slot. 
Yeah. Now it's almost hard to book shows because there's just so many. Yeah, it's like it's real supply and demand. It's yeah, really, it's crazy. It's a performer's market, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. That's weird. It's never that. That's never what it's supposed right. to be, right? Yeah. Um, it's, cool. It's just too cool to do improv now. Everyone's jumping on the improv boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Once it once it was in an episode, so of the stop office. doing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Where he pulls out a gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so did you? So how did how did you? So you were writing in classes at UCB, and then from there, what was your next kind of? Uh, um, I trans. I don't know if I've ever transitioned. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I was writing in classes, then I was interning, work study. Now I was interning, and then I started taking improv, and I submitted to be on a mod team. Didn't get on the first year. Mm-hmm. Submitted again the next year. Got on. Then I was on a mod team, Goodman, for three years as a writer. As a writer. Okay. Then we got broken up, and then I was on Nephew oh, for okay. like two years ish. And then I started directing Karate Karate. Okay, great. How That's, do you like directing versus being a writer on a mod team? Um, they're different. It's fun. I mean, because it's also like I would love the team I work with, so they make it easy, and I look forward to like working with them because they're always there's no drama. Everyone's like always yeah. in a good mood. And has everyone has such different voices, and mm-hmm. it's fun trying to to make that into one team voice and I do think they have a pretty strong voice right now. Yeah, that was actually my question because that's that's something that's really interesting to me is how you how do you take cuz a lot of times teams are just so cuz they're just sort of put together. Yeah. How do you is there a secret to then trying to It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't as a team, I think it's just like leaning into what you're good at, you know? And right. I think they do like they know like once you know how you're funny, lean into that and, you know, put up the sketches you would want to see as an audience member. Yeah. Is it, is part of it? Um, cause I mean, you, at UCB, it's a little bit different than some other places where you have writers and performers. Uh-huh. You don't have a writer performer hybrid. Right. Is that, does that make it easier knowing who you're going to write for? Oh, absolutely. I think you should always write for the actors you have. You always want to write to their strengths. Um, I think it's a foolish not to, um, absolutely. No, you should always, and we have really great, actors on they yeah can, you know every, even this when they have to play a straight man they're still hilarious so yeah. it's really embarrassment of riches on that team i feel um oh yeah always write for your actors in mind they, yeah. they'll just make it better right mm-hmm. and that's and because we both are on we're on sketching that io where it's we i think i say this every week yep. uh where it's writer performer hybrids uh-huh. and so you end up with a lot of people writing for themselves sure which is like sometimes you think you're good at something, but you're not as good at it as you think you are. <laughs> Whereas when I like you watch someone on, you know, on whatever team, it's like, oh, that person's really good at this. Yeah. And then you can write towards that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. When you do like, so when you, I don't know how the process is uh-huh. directing a mod team, but I'm assuming do you, uh, do you start with like a, a this this month we're just gonna take any pitches? Do you do theme like? Is no, there we all in- no. It's we just usually every meeting every month starts with like a pitch session where all the actors come and writers come. We just everyone comes like, what are you guys working on? What do you? What's funny to do? Then we pitch it like pretty much. Did anybody laugh when you said that idea? No. All right. What's your next one? <laughs> I mean, that's a good tell. Like if no one laughed yeah. when you said it, well then it's probably not that funny. Right. Um, always be brutally honest with yourself because I'm brutally honest with myself to my own yeah. detriment, probably. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, and then we just uh pitch on. Then the next one is just the writers bring in sketches, full drafts, and then we meet like three times, and then it's a read through, 
um, with the actors, and then we just get it up on its feet. It's pretty so organic. Uh, so the first meeting is literally just pitching. Just pitching, yeah. Okay. That's we are great. like we do want to do a theme show, but we're also not going to do a theme show just for the sake of doing a theme show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like if it, it's also because there's like twelve people you're trying to make happy, and you should only do you don't want to <laughs> be a thing where like seven people love it, but five people aren't into it. Like let's there's no rush. Let's like kind of wait until everyone's on board and excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've stopped doing trend like blackout transitions, right? Yeah, we don't do that anymore. We're really trying to. <laughs> Is that what kind of what? Uh, what are the benefits and the obstacles of doing that? The benefits are that I think it gives the show a lot of momentum. It's also the oldest sketch thing in the world. You know what I mean? It's not right. nothing new. Like Mr. Show and right. like has did that forever. And right. um, I think it just get, helps give the show momentum. Like it keeps. It just feels like the show never stops. Like you never. Um, it, the pace is just more. In, fast and i don't know i think it's as an audience member i think it's a little more exciting just to see like sometimes we're getting better because at first you could tell when we first did transitions people would just be confused like oh i think that sketch is over now but we're we're getting better at doing a uh the hard thing is trying to make it feel organic and make it clear that that last sketch has ended and the new one has begun right so I think we're getting better at it. Like though. making it feel like a sweep edit and an organic edit at the same exact yeah, time. Yeah, like make it clear. Because you don't want to, because if someone has a great button on a, their sketch, you don't want to muddy it with like a wacky transition. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So usually we try, if someone has a great button, then we try to do the transition come from some outside source. So like no one in that sketch then is motivating the transition to have it come from someone outside in the next sketch, either like someone like burst in the room, you know what I mean? Just make it clear. Like this is something different now. Like mm. that one is done. This is something different. Is this something cool. that you came in and you were like, we're doing no transition. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I am not, not a dictator. I, I throw out a ton of ideas, but also if no, no one, if it's there, it's still their team. Yeah. I'm just there to help. Like it's not, I'm not, the god or it's i'm not a dictator it's like what do you guys want? this is your show yeah. it's you're the ones who have your names on the show so yeah. i'll throw out ideas and if like people aren't feeling that's totally fine it's their show like they yeah. literally have their names on it yeah that's a good i don't think most directors yeah have that i was, mindset. Th- I was that's gonna very, say the same thing yeah I'm, at least in my I, I'm, I'm not trying to say like any of the directors. yeah i'm not trying to show any of the directors <laughs> do it yeah but, <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> i try to avoid shitting on my this isn't the gossipy we can have a gossip <laughs> section i would Let's i would dish. if we could we'll turn these off and i'll say okay yeah. save everything behind the mic yeah. maybe for your patreon subscribers <laughs> yeah we don't have a patreon we're oh well the, maybe look into it we're yeah. one of the few podcast that doesn't do patreon is that a ethical standpoint or no it's a, we don't we think we'd get a dollar <laughs> okay hey that's something yeah, it's something yeah. um yeah i forgot what we were talking about <laughs> oh yeah you're uh, that's a very nice way to direct like it's a very it feels very well it's like open. one of i think one of my first sketch directors was nick weiger mm. um, when i first started on my first team that's something like he said so i just steal from people who directed me <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean i always think that, yeah that's a good attitude yeah 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 um so we talked about this briefly before we started recording i read a thing today um uh it was like a blog post that you wrote for i think ucb comedy uh-huh. or something like that and it talked to finding your voice it kind of spoke to that do you have advice um, i know that's kind of a broad topic sure. 
for me, it just kind of, I just always go back to like, if I'm stuck or I just always think like, what, if you're sitting down in the theater and the lights are, have just gone down, what do you want to see when the lights come? Like, what is the thing, the sketch or the scene or whatever, the show even, what is the thing that would delight you to no end to see happen on that stage? Even if you think no one else is ever going to be interested in it, it might only be funny to you. Don't care. Who cares about that? What is going to be funny? Because I think by finding what's funny to you, what you think is hilarious is essentially how you find your voice and take inspiration from all like sorts of sources don't like um because i had a show i do a show called those magnificent moms and that was i got the idea for that show i was watching this 80s which is that show is just like uh it's like an animal you know, those amazing animal actors show but with moms it's just a character showcase basically <laughs> yeah. but i was watching this 80s horror movie, The Fun House. <laughs> Tobey Hoover directed it. Um, there's a scene where the kids like sneak into the tent and there's like a burlesque show. And it's just like, all the, I know, all the women look like they're in their 40s, but they're like all standing in the back of stage. And I was like, that's so weird. It's like a pageant for mom. And then that's how I got that idea for that show. That I think just kind of be open to any source that in, of inspiration. Right. So don't just watch... Like, for me, if I feel like for years I just watched Chappelle. Right. I think comedy is, like, a, is great for motivation and kind of, you know, like, um, I don't know, like, work ethic or aspiration. You know what I mean? But right. I think for inspiration, I think you have to get it from, like, the real source. Like, because Chappelle's probably, he's certainly inspired, I'm right. sure, by other comedians and comics. But I don't, he's, you're inspired by the world around you. Not just, if all you're getting is comedy, then you're all going to. You're just going to regurgitate comedy. Right. Like, there's so many film noir sketches, but nobody's watching film noir. You know, <laughs> that means everyone, they're getting it from watching They're other just getting it from other sketches. Like, who are these people shit. watching film noir? Yeah. I don't believe anyone in their 20s is watching film noir movies. Yeah. They've just seen that voiceover trope, right. and everyone wants to play with that voiceover trope. They've just seen that in so many other things. Yeah. Yeah. But not from, you have to watch the original, go to the source, like, dig deep. Yeah. I feel like a lot of, especially new writers and I you know and I can blame myself for this as well it's you want to uh, create things that you think people will think is funny instead of just being like I think this is funny yeah, yeah I've gotten to a point now where it's just like it's kind of you got to have that I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks which is kind of a selfish attitude and you will fail yeah. a lot for You're sure like I've yeah. My sketches have bombed num a lot tons, you know what I mean. But also, like you get over it, mm -hmm. you know, you're over it an hour after the show. Yeah, but you're not over it in the show. <laughs> not in the show, but <laughs> you got to go worst. through that though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to. Gets bombing easy. is not the end of the world. Because right. if I see a sketch bomb, I always put myself like, if I see a sketch bomb, I don't think that whoever wrote that should never write again. I just think like, oh, that sketch didn't work. Right. Big deal. Because mm -hmm. also, it's never been up before an audience before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? You so, don't know. Like, there is some... Um... Like, you kind of have to lower the stakes in your mind. Like, because I think if you lower the stakes, you'll take more chances. Yeah. Because right? right. what is at stake, really? So you get titters instead of a gut-busting, like, big deal. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Get over it. Yeah. That's fair. Because I feel like the worst feeling for me is when you say a line that you're just, you're certain it's just going to just crush just bring the house down <laughs> sure. and you say it and then you like do that immediate pause and then <laughs> you wait for it yeah because yeah. you, you know you gotta yeah, yeah. hold for laughter right oh, i hate that i've done that before where we'll be in rehearsal i'll be like yeah i think yeah this this will get a laugh i know for a fact <laughs> like yeah you, like this like the 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 person who thinks they're so good at being able to tell whether or not a joke is funny like you 
And then that happens done. all because it's not a science. You yeah, know, there's that right. happens all the time in mod where we think like, oh, this sketch is gonna crush, mm-hmm. and like this other sketch is like we all kind of soft, like it's okay, it'll be fine, and then that's the one that crushes, and the yeah. one we are all hot for does okay. Yeah, because it is like it's live. It's you can't anticipate. You don't know what the audience saw half an hour before. You don't right. know what mm-hmm. mo- what mood they're in. You know, you don't. So you can't anticipate any of that. So kind of that in a way that kind of takes the pressure off. Mm-hmm. If you don't have like a perfect sketch every time, it's okay. Right. Yeah. But you gotta. So you might as well try to make yourself what's going to delight you. Mm-hmm. And if the audience loves it too, great. And eventually, the more you do, those things will coalesce because mm-hmm. you'll just you have to you have to fail to get better. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I get that. Yeah. I wish someone would have told me that early on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't put so much pressure on because I I guess like in my brain. It, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to write this sketch. It's going to be terrible. And then people are going to think, like what you just said, he should never write ever again because it was so shit. You know? But <laughs> but have you ever seen a sketch like that and thought that about never, someone? See? Never in my life. Yeah, never. You'd That's be just, a real asshole if yeah. you thought that. <laughs> yeah. So who cares what assholes think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Could it, you just see a bunch of guys out in the bar like, did you see that sketch? I hope that guy never, never <laughs> touches a laptop Ban again. him yeah. from everything. <laughs> right. Oh, that's crazy. Um, how do you feel about collaboration? Uh, it's great. If you find like, it is like kind of, um, it's like dating or like a job interview. <laughs> like it's some, some people you like, you might love and really love their writing, but it just doesn't click for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't come organically or sometimes you're too nice to each other. Yeah. And like, you're not going to say, no, I don't like that. Or yes. Uh, you're not going to say, I don't think that joke's great. Um, cause you need to be able to do that with a collab. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to be totally honest with your collaborator. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a stage show with Ryan Meharry who's on okay, Bangarang. He's been, yeah. he and I wrote a show called Paul's story together. And that was an amazing, like we had so much fun. We worked on that for like pretty much almost like a year off and on. Cause he had to take like time off to get married or whatever. But that allowed oh. us also like to work on it and over and over and just really hone it. And we were really just honest with each other. Like, I don't think that works. I don't get that. Um, and just till it gets to a point where we both are really proud of it. Yeah. Do you, did you ever have those moments where like you guys had to walk away or was it just very <laughs> no. easy? It's just easy. It's to... just easy. Yeah. That's Cause good. I'm not, we're not like tempestuous. Yeah, like... I don't see Ryan Meharry as being a very, <laughs> we're not throwing guy. drinks against the wall or anything. <laughs> no, uh, no, that never, it's all, it's pretty casual. Cause it is like, I know we've done this a long time, so we're professional about it. Right. You, know? you just say, and you don't take it personal if someone says that joke doesn't work. Cause We've all written jokes that haven't worked, and right. that's okay. I'd rather find out now than do it on stage. Yeah, right. That's and that's a good, that's a good. That's kind of a good comparison as like someone you're dating because you have to you have to be super super vulnerable to be like I don't know if this joke like you you can't like be second guessing yourself yeah. when you're in that creative space of just like writing jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just have to be able to be like he'll tell me whether or not it's funny. Like yeah, I don't have right. to worry about me being judged by that person and also write with someone you think is hilarious because if they think it's funny then great yeah right you know so if they're laughing at what you just said great mm-hmm. yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah i guess don't collaborate with people you don't think are funny it's probably <laughs> that's maybe a good, an that's obvious a bit of advice yeah. we're, we're gonna have a bullet points of all the things we've learned today yeah. one of them write what you think is funny yeah yeah uh Write with someone that you think is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be funny. Be funny. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. And don't use the word just. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if we actually learned that on the podcast. Well, it's out there now, right? Yeah. It's in the either. Yeah. If you write the word just in your script, you could probably delete it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, should we should we pitch? Yeah, let's pitch. Cool. Let's do a pitch test. So the way this works is um, he's going to pull up a list. I don't have access to the list. It's my own list. It's his own list. Personal. <laughs> um, and there's a couple different openings. So to give you an example, one of them would be uh, Facebook status. So we would go and look at our Facebook, and it would have someone's status, and then we'd pitch on that and okay. see if there's anything. Sometimes it works, sometimes yeah, it doesn't. Sometimes it, it, yeah, sometimes it, up, sometimes it doesn't. It's part of the exercise, I guess. Another one would be uh, like a trending hashtag or mm. uh, last text. Um, we did organic sound and movement, which we talked about before, yeah. which was interesting. Yeah. So, but we got stuff out of it. Yeah, that was the hardest yeah. one for me. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think at one point we were like swimming but saying pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, it yeah. was weird. It's, yeah. It was weird. Levi yeah. Shipwreck? Yeah. It's more or less a joke because we've been saying we're going to build this wheel. And then a wheel, you know, we sp- you would spin the wheel, so... We don't have a wheel here for you to spin, unfortunately. But well, yeah, we're gonna get it. <laughs> he's, one of these he's days. very disappointed. <laughs> he wants to spin that fucking. I love wheel. spinning wheels. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, one of the things that uh, Carrie told us about you. She oh, said, yeah, make big... sure there's a bunch of wheels. I yeah. love anything that clacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other things that clack <laughs> right yeah. now in my head. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Heels. Okay. Oh, Flip flops. Yeah. Horses. Yeah. Horses. Yeah. Ooh, yes. One of the hosts of Car Talk. <laughs> oh, everybody keeps talking about this thing. What is it? It's this? old. It's off the air now. I've never. You're not missing anything. It's a bit much. <laughs> I know that one guy like died. He died. They were brothers. Yeah. Oh, that's Ooh. sad. What is this? It's an NPR like talk show. Like about people cars? call like my car's doing this weird thing, and these guys were like from Boston, just these two mechanics, and they were like, "Your sounds like that," for... and then they get solved. For... They would solve it. But they're like big goofballs. Oh, cool. People loved it. Oh. <laughs> well, I missed out. Yeah, I missed out too. Uh, I don't like cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. That's not the show for you. Not for yeah. me, no. It's the one thing that's a, it's like saying I don't like water. Like, it's the one thing you need. Oh, my, no, my dad, like, <laughs> I feel like we're just kidding. My dad was a car guy. Yeah. Okay. And he was so Here disappointed when I hated cars you hate cars like i don't that's hate, what I'm saying like, like, i don't care okay okay there's a difference like like a car will drive down the street and my wife will be like that's a such and such such and such i'm like i don't I, have, I don't care so when you went to go buy your car now what was your decision in doing it, it was just like there's a car oh i was like i need to hold things and <laughs> okay. i would like it to be high so i can look over stuff yeah. pretty high standards yeah, yeah that's yeah. it so you yeah. want a truck yeah. Yeah, Jeep. We got a Jeep. There you go. There yeah. you go. It's very easy. Nice. Yeah. Hey. I guess that makes it easy. Yeah. Uh so so yeah, so give me a number between let's see, one and thirteen. How about that? Um four. Okay. Oh great. Love hate. Oh, cool. Yeah. I thought four was sound of movement. I got panicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're You good. could remove it. No, we <laughs> can't. We can't. Oh, the integrity. It's an honor system now. Okay, fair enough. Yes, yes. I should at least jumble them up. Yeah. So then people are like, because someone could write down and be like, one is this, you know, so now they have a list. Yeah. And if I lie, <laughs> yeah, they, would, they yeah. would know. So from now on, I'm jumbling it. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you want to explain it? Oh, love, hate. Uh, it's the uh, improv opening. Like, we'll get a suggestion off of an app I have and then just do, like, uh, I love blank or I hate blank and then why and then just keep going back and forth until we feel like we have enough. 
Okay. Do you know that you don't have to- I, No, but I'll pay. What's it called? There's another There's name an for official it. name for it. I don't know. Um, uh, like, improv teams will do it. Like, I think Outside Dog used to do it for a while. It's like, yeah, love-hate opening. I don't know. All right, great. Yeah, it's very easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll follow you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the thing. It's just a way for us to be passionate about things. Yeah. We either love or hate. We did the same one with Cal Hills. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, I think you can tell a lot about I'll say that. I'll say that till afterwards. And then I'll say my thing about that. Okay. Someone's ashes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like funerals. I hate funerals. Uh, because they're just very sad. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. Like, if I die, I want people to be, um, like, party. Like, I know that seems, like, so cliche and so, like, uh, like dumb. But, like, really, like, I would much rather my friends having a good time, like, go to, a, like, a Husker football game and, like, <laughs> cheer. And, like, hopefully they win. Everybody's happy. Then, like, just throw my ashes on the field and call it a day. <laughs> and, then, like, don't ever worry about it again. Like, maybe spike your ashes on the field? <laughs> spike my ashes. Spike them in the end zone? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, would be, that would be a really funny sketch. Like, say a coach dies and the players are on the field at the end of the game, you know, and they have their the ashes in a football urn. <laughs> and then a guy goes down, smashes it. it, and they're like, no! <laughs> yeah, it explodes ashes all over the field. That would be funny. I also like the fact that everyone, I, most people I know are like, I want people, if I die, to have like a party at my funeral, right? I want it to be a fun experience. I've never been to a party funeral ever. I don't think they exist. I think it's, it's not like an Irish wake though. Like they get pretty yeah. rowdy. Yeah. yeah. They're just drunk. Yeah. Like yeah. That'll help. Yeah. 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 They just drink. Yeah. I've never been to a fun funeral either. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty blase. <laughs> I know, right? Too. They're all gray and dark. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, I love Ireland. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Ireland uh, uh, it seems very pretty to me. I've never been there. I've been twice. Oh, wow. It is pretty. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, is it like rolling hills? And it like is, and there's just like green. ruins like everywhere, and like no one cares. Like, <laughs> just like To me, I'd be like, oh my God, we should like stop and investigate. They're like, uh, I don't know. It's like us seeing like a Starbucks. Really? Yeah. That's but it's, so crazy. It's, how, it's notable how unnotable the ruins were. Uh, ru- ruins like... I don't, like I, of castles. Just old castles. Yeah. Old... Huh, buildings. Wow. Oh, that's sure. right. Because I guess yeah. it's Europe. Yeah. It is Europe. You know what I mean? Ireland like, is Europe. in Europe. When I think yeah. of castles, I think of like England, but I guess Ireland and Germany and all those other places. That I don't think there's probably Grams, maybe, but because yeah. um, it's Ireland. Because it's Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ireland's great, though. I recommend it. It's, mm. When I was in Moscow, I noticed that. Uh, so I was very excited about Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Because we didn't have Dunkin' Donuts in L.A. yet. Oh, yeah. But we had Dunkin' Donuts in Moscow, and it's like, why can't we have... And so I was very... You said Starbucks. That made me think yeah. of like being very excited about a Dunkin' Donuts in Moscow. Mm-hmm. And then once you had... like I was excited about Dunkin' Donuts, and then I had it. I was like, oh, it's a donut. Yeah. yeah. People were... And the coffee's fine. The coffee's great. It's fine. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's so better than Starbucks, Starbucks, but like that bar is pretty... Like Starbucks just burns all their coffee. Right. But... Dunkin' Donuts coffee is fine. It's like you get at any diner. See, mm-hmm. you're, but you're from LA. You're from the LA area, San I'm, Jose. San Jose. I'm from California. Okay, from Cal. Yeah, I guess not. Not all of California is LA. <laughs> Correct. Even though, even though it feels like it. Oh uh, boy. See, <laughs> so you never were like, like Chicago, New York, 
And even in Nebraska, we had Dunkin' Donuts when I was growing up. So, like, it reminded me of something. It was oh, like a, I have no nostalgia. There's a yeah. nostalgic, yeah, element yeah. to it. I used to love, I used to be able, when I was in grade school, I would go and crush six strawberry frosted donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like, like before, like, a soccer game or something. Oh like, <laughs> I was just, like, a carb fiend, you know? And they used to bake them fresh in the store. They don't do that shit anymore. They, really? They're frozen, packed to the store, and then they throw them in a fryer to, like, heat them up, but they're, like, refried, kind of, you know? Mm. They're not OG donuts. Yeah. Fresh so they're a baked. fraud. So they're a fraud, and so I don't eat them anymore. Good for you. Yeah. You yeah. have principles. You have principles. <laughs> you gotta have principles. Um, there was something that you talked... Um, uh, the Oh, shit. I can't remember now, but it had to do with um, the castles. Um, I don't know. There's just something funny to me about... Um, I don't know, a guy thinking only castles are in, are in England. England. <laughs> that just speaks to that type of person, I guess. Yeah. It's just you. Right, yeah, it's just you. I'm just dumb. Uh, and yeah. I also like the idea of like just like a tour, and he kept skipping all the... All the, um, all the notable All the notable things, things, and just like kept going to like a parking lot or whatever. I don't know that would be. Mm-hmm. But there's something about that, like skipping... Uh, I mean, I guess you could even start with the ruins, just being in Ireland and there's the ruins and then there's no... They're telling you where, like, the edge first lost his virginity. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but but we want to see the ruins. No, you're yeah. on the Sex Lies of You 2 tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Yeah. Gross. I don't want to think about Bono having sex. <laughs> Nobody Wait, does. No. Bono is on the edge? <laughs> No, you just, too. You oh. too. He's in you too. <laughs> okay. You know the guitar player, The Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his name in you too. Am I blowing your mind? Yeah, right I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought name. The Edge was that's another his name. No, it's not The a Edge. Yeah, that's the guitar player of you two's name is The Edge. Yeah, yeah. So you thought Bono was pretentious? <laughs> yeah, the guy's name. What do you hear about this lead guitarist? He's yeah. always wearing a skull cap. <laughs> we gotta he... look into you too. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer the guy that wears the chicken, the fried chicken bucket on his head. Buckethead? Yeah. <laughs> Did you forget his name? Is that his name? The description <laughs> is his name. How <laughs> do you forget Buckethead's oh my name? My Buckethead. <laughs> yeah, Buckethead. I like a band with all different like names. Like, yeah. Something like that's crazy. Like headwear themes. Yeah, headwear <laughs> themed band. Yeah, yeah there'll be one guy who's just in like serious traction. One of those grid <laughs> things over their head. Yeah. Or just a whole band that's trying to out pretentious everybody else on the band. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's just some, my name is just like an actual smell. <laughs> smell. You can't write it or say it, <laughs> draw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's telling you, like go home, go into your pantry, grab these ingredients, and then cook it over a flame, and that produces this scent. That's my name. <laughs> be like, what? <laughs> Do you want us to call anything? Your no. name is Chris. <laughs> Your name is Chris. Yeah, that's from my Van Nuys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my that was my uh, childhood name, and I'll never speak of it or never hear it again. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. What do I love? Hate off of that. Um, one thing I um, I love people who are um, super passionate about about music i wish i was more musically inclined i'm not i'm like i can play a little bit of guitar and piano mm-hmm. but people who are like really you know like uh, you know proficient at it inspires me um and people who like can read music i don't know i really find that like a, a skill that 
uh, I want to learn, but I have no <laughs> like willpower to to do. It's just something it's like a else. whole other language. Yeah, it's like a whole whole other language. I actually, when I grew up, I did like eight years of piano, and uh, I. I faked reading music for eight years. Like as a little kid, I just didn't realize what I was doing. But really what I was doing was just memorizing the notes and like playing it uh-huh. by sight and sound. And then like I knew when to turn the page. Like I knew at this key I would have to turn the page to make it seem like I was reading. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I – and then – That sounds like someone that's musically gifted. Yeah, that sounds like so much more work than – yeah, I mean, maybe, but I wasn't, it wasn't like I was playing a lot of very technical, you know, music pieces, but, and it all came out of my grandmother, for whatever reason, she got older and she always like, for whatever, in her brain, I was the grandchild who played piano, right? Sure. And so we went, we were in Arkansas and they were like, play your grandma this music. And I was like, I, I don't know how to, I can't play this. And like, shut up, Jeremiah, just stop it. Your grandma wants you to, and I go, I, I love my grandma to that. I go, I swear to God, I, I would play it for her, but I don't know how <laughs> to read music. And I was 14 and it came out that the last eight years of my life was a whole lie. Oh <laughs> it God. was a shamble, you know, like I couldn't play this piece. So I just played like the standard you know, like fur release and other shit that I knew. Did your grandmother boo you when you? <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she didn't. It? No, she was such a good sport. She would like bob, you know, and be like, "Yeah, you know, that was good." But hmm. wow, I feel like a traitor <laughs> to the <Yeah>. craft. <laughs> you lied to your grandma and broke her heart. Yeah, I, no, thank God I didn't do that. That would hurt so much more. Then I'd feel even more guilty about mm-hmm. not learning music. But yeah. Anyways, bringing it up on a high note. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to just bring everything down real quick. Sorry. Anything funny in there, guys? Anything? <laughs> no? No? I don't know. Faking piano is, like, funny. Just knowing when to turn, like, I don't know, something there about, like, knowing I have to turn the page on this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, a fr- like, if you got to, like, the professional level, like, if you're, like, playing Carnegie Hall, but you only, because you only knew how to play, you only knew, like... By I knew it by like listening. Yeah, like listening. So the teacher would, you know, play it and be like, this is what you would do. And then I would like play it and then just memorize it in the moment. That's like so much more impressive, though. Like that's a because that's like an innate musical talent, like ability to hear it and then like, oh, that's this. Mm -hmm. And then to kind of know what that note is. Right. I don't more impressive than learning because I learned how to read music, but I'm not like good. Right. I couldn't do that. Hmm. But I don't think like I, I, I wouldn't say like I knew it by sound. I just knew it by like like muscle memory. Yeah. It'd be like strike these keys. And I'd be like, OK, I know that those keys make hmm. this sound. And then I just got to do that at this point. So it's part of it like I'm trying to understand this here. <laughs> so she would be like, this is a. So she'd play the song, right? And I would then like play along. I would like look at her hands and know where they were. And then I'd just mimic that. And I didn't eat, like the sound you would know if you fucked up because, you know, it the sound sound's shitty. off. Yeah. Right. And then she would fix me and be like, no, it's this key, a C. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> until I got it right. And then, you know, but I did that. I, after a while, you get good enough and you know, like where the sounds of the keys are and what the, you know, they say C and you play a C, mm-hmm. but I don't know what a C looks like on piano sheet music. Even I know what a C looks like on piano sheet music. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, you know, good for fucking you, man. <laughs> Everybody knows what a C looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what a C looks like? Whoop-dee-doo, uh, Tweety. Piano <laughs> sprawl. There you go. Every 
every good boy deserves fudge. F A C E. Right? Face. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember something. Like, that's yeah. starting to come back. Yeah, see? I thought it were. It's no. like the only thing I know about music. Every good boy does. Fine. Fine. That's such like a bummer. Like, <laughs> every good boy does fine. That's funny. You're like, I'm good. I only do fine. Right. What a letdown. What if you were a piano teacher who came up with acronyms that were oh, very yeah. dirty? Yeah, or, yeah. Not, maybe not dirty, well, but she clearly has some sort of agenda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Like you go to a piano, you know, recital and she's talking about the news, you know, or like what's happening in the news, does her little rant at the top before you start playing. And then you fuck up a key, and she says, "Remember, it's uh, every good boy um, hates Trump." And you're like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't that didn't make that doesn't not work any, with the letters?" Yeah, I mean, you're right, a, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Is there anything that makes you think that you love or hate? Uh, I love campfires. Okay, <laughs> somebody's ashes. Okay. I love. Yeah. I just went uh, for my birthday last year. We went to this place in Idlewild, which is like mountains only like an hour or so away from here um they have these like themed cabins and each one is like a different theme but they're all like kitschy like there's a john waters theme there's a dolly parton themed one there's uh, a haunted mansion from like disneyland themed one and then every night we go to there's a giant teepee where we could all sit around in a circle and just sit around a campfire Mm. and it was great that's cool. That's cool. Where's this at? Idlewild. What's it's Idle like Wild? on the way to Palm Springs, except before, like, you know, when you hit those like fans, the big, they're not fans. Right. They're, they're windmills. Uh, windmills. The wind turbines. Right, or yeah, yeah. You to like veer right there. So you're on the other side of those hills, basically. Hmm. Uh, I'd like to see a farmer giving directions, <laughs> like giving the directions with the wrong words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those things, the wind things. The, the, the big fans. You can go up there and take a ride of the big fan. You're going to yeah, drive yeah. until you see the. Green triangle, and the, pine, the pine trees. Yeah, I don't know words. <laughs> um, that's crazy. So I like each camp. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was gonna say I like that. Um, so you get to pick. I like like going to a uh, or the idea of going to a. Um, what what are they? Travel agents? Do they still have those? Uh, I think somewhere. Okay, so so maybe the sketch is the nineteen eighty four. They do have my. Yes, my wife uses travel agents for everything. So really? Exist. Okay. Because I think it's a it's a Russian thing, I think. Yeah. Oh, she's Russian? She's Russian and she only the, trusts. Oh, and you've gone to Moscow. Interesting. Yeah, that's why. And I'm, it has, that, I swear to God, I'm not a spy. My wife <laughs> I don't a know. Spy. I don't know either. This will be the third Red's your favorite color. No, it's not. Blue is my favorite color. <laughs> uh, maybe you're protesting yeah, too much. I think so. Stop <laughs> getting defensive. It's because this is the same argument we had. <laughs> Because I like the Huskers, go big red, mm. but I hate the color red. Mm-hmm. He has a tattoo that's primarily red on his yeah, arm. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> of hate it that much. The Huskers. It could be blue, I love the though. Huskers. That's a college football team? Mm-hmm. Home, hometown football team. <laughs> yeah. Hometown, go Huskers. That's Iowa? No. Corn Huskers? Nebraska. Like oh, just, I don't know. You yeah. just call this our worst enemy. Yeah. That's um, your worst enemy? I was, I was my worst What's enemy. What's the difference? Really yeah, between the two of them? Oh, I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you. It's the smell. And um, One is more corny than the other? Yeah, we have, which it's is It's actually we a, have more a rock beef. guy's name. It's called yeah. a band. A drummer's oh, yeah. name is called Iowa Smells. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I think I interrupted what you were going to say. No, I was just going to say, well, we know what 
tweet he's passionate about. Call him an Iowa person. Uh, mm. I was talking about if you go to a travel agent, there are different themed campsites or 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 cabins. Cabins, right? Yeah. So um, they're pitching you on a cabin that's like, um, um, uh, you know, they do a couple of normal ones, kind of like right. what you said, and they get to one of them, and it's the Charles Manson thing. <laughs> but like, I bet people would take that <laughs> yeah. one. Like, yeah. There's yeah. one that's like this one's always on fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This one has loose. Possums in it. <laughs> just something, and you're like, "Oh, honey, this will be great." Yeah, the possums are just running all like this one's bed bug cockroach it's infested. It's yeah. camp. It's yeah. kitschy. And it's yeah. like in New York, you get bed bugs. Everybody's pissed, but this one, yeah, it's like authentic New York experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's come on, honey. You'll wake up and you'll have little itchies all over yeah, you. You go well. You go there expecting to be like New York, New York, like Frank Sinatra, but really, oh. what it is is like crackheads and yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Did you, um, do you have to, is this place, this seems like something that would be, you'd have to book in advance. It seems like it'd be very popular. It's not, it wasn't, it was like a soft opening when we went, and it's also like not that expensive. Hicksville trailer, it's Hicksville Pines. Is that really what it's called? Yeah. They also have a trailer park in Joshua Tree that is also, they have themed trailers there. Oh, cool. And I stayed in one there based on the band The Cramps. (laughs) <laughs> the cramps? No, no but look up the cramps. Do you have a trailer based off a band? <laughs> well, yeah. I got that one because it, it had a black and white TV in there and a, a VCR with horror movies. And I was like, well, that's the one you got to get when you're staying in the yeah. middle of the desert at night. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a I Dream a Genie looking one. Uh, it's great. They, that's they, really cool. So shout out to Hicksville. Is the I Dream a Genie one black and white? No, no, no. It, no, it looks like you're inside the Genie's bottle. Oh, that's it's cool. fun. This shit's blowing your mind. Yeah. yeah. He, his birthday's about to come up, and we're going. Yeah, go, go out of town. I, well, and we're going. They're not that expensive. We're going camping, but I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I like already real go- camping? Yeah. See, yeah. I like campfires, but I don't like real. I like camping. I like all the uh, hanging out outside all day, playing cards. Right. Going on little hikes, and then campfires at night, but then I want to sleep in like a real bed. See what we take do. Take a shower. See, yeah. This is why you get a Jeep. Because what we do is we put an air mattress in the back of the Jeep and put the seats down, and it's like a real bed. Sounds like you really love this Jeep. Yeah, yeah. I do. I'm a big fan of Jeep. See, now you yeah. like this Jeep. Yeah. yeah. All right, there's a car you like. Sounds like yeah, but that. I don't. But not because it's a car. Like the like the car part of it, I don't. Like I never, I've never even opened the hood of it. <laughs> that's just not the car part, though. That's no one does that anymore. <laughs> you don't have to. No one. It's just all computers in there now. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows what's going on. It's just a robot. Yeah. It's just, it's just, iPad it's just a BB-8 in there. No one knows what it is. Yeah, pushing the wheels. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's that. That's um, yeah, camping in style. Glamping. Glamping. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? I think it's called glamping. I think that's a different level. I'm. That's more glamping is like middle of the road. Right. Like. Glamping would be like you buy one of those huge RV buses and then pull into a campsite. And like it's like two stories, you know, yeah. that kind of outrageous kind of thing. No, no, no. I don't need all that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I haven't done mushrooms for like ten years. <laughs> yeah. And so we're gonna do. Apropos of. We're gonna do <laughs> mushrooms for my birthday while camping. Where are you camping? Um. Should I, I should say, yeah. Is it matter. a secret? Well, no, it's not a secret. I just oh. can't think of what it's called. Oh, oh. It's like Ohio, oh, somewhere oh, oh, in there. is great. Yeah, I've been there a few times. That's all like hippy-dippy. Like, and I figure like they won't care. <laughs> Where in California would they care? <laughs> you know. could do mushrooms right here in this yeah. business center, and no one would give two shits. You could go to like, City Hall. Yeah, <laughs> guys nice. doing my, I Did I tell you this story? Did I tell you this the other day? I no. saw a guy shooting up crack on Beverly Boulevard. Shooting up yeah, crack? Shooting up? Shooting, he he. Are you yeah. sure it was crack? One hundred percent heroin. No, I would. I couldn't imagine. Like it was. Is heroin a rock? 
No. This How guy, close were you? I was probably from me <laughs> But too. shooting up or smoking? No. He fucking with shot it up with a needle. How do you know he's not diabetic? I, this is how is I know. Is insulin a rock? Yeah. He, he pulled. Okay. So I saw this guy and what, what made me curious was he took a PBR can, like a tall boy and flattened it out except for the bottom and folded it over where it's like, you know, on the bottom of a can, it's round. It's like sure. a little round cup. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Classic okay. can. Yeah. Classic can. So he's like cleaning it out. Right. He goes into his cigarette, his marble light pack, pulls out a little rock, puts it in the can cooks the can up so it turns it into liquid where was this this was on beverly boulevard right by my work i work at uh cedar sinai so it's like right in that area on the street right and i was dropping off a package and i i was there for 15 minutes watching this guy do this i was like i've never seen anyone legit shoot up and the and the first thing i saw is he had a little styrofoam cup with water in it and he had a syringe and he was cleaning out the syringe Put on a needle, cook this, whatever it was. Maybe it wasn't crap. I don't think but water's enough to clean out a syringe. I mean, he's to, got other priorities. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. he's got to get that, <laughs> yeah. that sweet crack wrap. You told him that. Like, <laughs> that water's not going to cut it, bud. Yeah. And, yeah, and then he, yeah, he cooked it up. He pulled it up, shot it in his arm, like licked the fucking needle, licked the needle to lube the needle up, put it in his arm, and then, and then took the extra juice off the needle and, like, like licked it. It was crazy, man. It was so crazy. I felt I was, I had such emotions going through me. I wanted to be out there and I'm like, Hey man, you don't got to do that, man. Like, yeah. Like I wanted to help him. And then at the same time, like he's doing it in broad daylight. So he, maybe it's like a cry for help. Like maybe he just doesn't give a shit cause he's so addicted to it. I don't maybe know. Maybe he just likes drugs. Yeah. Probably likes drugs. Probably, Probably likes drugs a it. lot. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Craziest thing I've seen. So what is funny about hobo? <laughs> yeah, I do always say in my uh, sketch class that someone brings in a sketch with a homeless person in it. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I just yeah. don't like. You can't do sketches where homeless people are the unusual ones because mm-hmm. that's like the epitome of punching down. Like yeah. I saw a homeless guy and he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, a lot of homeless are mentally ill. Right. So right. Yeah. what's funny and also what's unusual? Yeah. Or a sketch where there's a homeless guy but he's really smart. Like, okay, there are really smart smart, homeless people. Yeah. And also, especially in LA, because LA audiences are notoriously more uptight. Yeah. People don't like homeless sketches because they're like, no one, am I allowed to laugh at this? Their audiences immediately, because my old sketching, we did a homeless sketch and it did not go well. (laughs) I can imagine that a homeless sketch in Nebraska would be very good. Probably. They'd be like, yeah, get them. Yeah. Sure. They don't talk like that. I don't know why I did that voice. <laughs> that's that's how they talk in Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Yeah, that's yeah. how Iowa talks. Yeah. 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 I would, that'd be interesting. I would love to see a sketch show in L.A. and then take the exact same sketch team and sketch show and go do it in the Midwest and then go do it in Florida and just see sure. how audiences react. You should listen to stand-ups because they tour oh, yeah. and they, they have to do different jokes in different areas. Yeah, but I, don't, I feel like stand-ups are a little bit different because it's I don't, not like – like theater itself, I feel like is different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a theatrical part to sketch that, like, Nebraska is not exactly like. Like, they like to laugh, but I'm not sure that they're like knocking down the door to go to um, see plays. Right. Uh, well, I would say that where I'm from, I don't think anyone even knows what the fuck sketch is. <laughs> you know, like I don't like if you were to put up a sketch. Show, no, you'd have to call it a skit. You'd call it a skit. Yeah. skit they might know. Yeah. yeah, my dad still calls them. How's your little skits going? My dad says the same thing. You just write on the poster, kind of like SNL. Like, (laughs) somebody's on SNL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen the show SNL? 
I've seen it. Not a fan. (laughs) Well, then you might not like like this. this. My buddy started an improv theater um, in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, cool. He actually is from, he actually, I mean, he was from Nebraska, but he did, he stayed out here at UCB and um, IO and I think that's it. And then uh, moved back and they wanted to do a sketch night there. So they caught, that's on Friday nights. That's great. It's called Friday Night Live. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but that's what my point that you have to advertise it as Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you know? so people know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not going. Where's the stand-up? Where's right, the right, right. <laughs> yeah, then they get it. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's stuff there, right? There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, yeah. We'll go back and we'll take some of those ideas and we'll write things, and then that'd yeah. be great. And great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. how this works. Um, yeah. cool. So, do you want to move on to the, the third phase? Phase three of Fish Out of Water. So I sent you a sketch. Got it. All right. We'll pull it up. I'll cast it out. Tweety, you have it up. I'm getting there. Five pages. Oh, it's four and a half. That's five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that's right. Carrie said, like, your number one rule was she was afraid. Like, she was like, I'm afraid to bring in a five-page sketch. I would never. It's got to be great if it's five pages. Uh She was saying, like, yeah, she was saying that like she doesn't like to bring in four page sketches. Four pages are okay. okay. I love a three page sketch. If you have three multiple beats in a three page sketch, great. That mm. means that you've and really... you've even rested it. Even you know what I mean? Yeah, awesome. I would. I don't think I've ever written a three page like a two person three page sketch. Maybe a two person three page. This yeah. was a three pager. Remember, I did this for Bill, and it was I wrote on on my first pager. It was supposed to be one page only, and I wrote three pages, That's but right. didn't read it. And then after his notes, I added some stuff. So yeah, it got extended. Unfortunately, I mean, if it's like a big group sketch with a ton of people in it, I feel like that's uh, more doable. Or, or like a lot of stage direction. Does that matter? Um, well, I don't think you should have too much stage. I mean, stage direction should be like almost like haiku. You know what I mean? You're trying to, yeah. you want to do the least amount, right. the most with the least amount of words. So like, just be direct. Don't be like flowery or. Right. Let me, let me rephrase like this. So I just, basically I just did a sketch that went up. Well, I guess it went up last night for the second time. Um, and it's like a sketch that takes place over a whole year. So there's a lot of like lights up, lights right, down. Right, right, right. So every, you know, six lines you have like. Three sure. lines of stick, even though it's just it's three you gotta lines. Put it in, though. Yeah, you got to put it in. So that so makes everyone it, knows. Yeah, makes it a five-page sketch, but it's really only like three and a half. Anything that like get makes the idea clear, I think I'm a fan. I'm pro. Even if it makes it a five-page sketch, <laughs> I don't have. A, I've written so many five-page oh, sketches. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, like, if it's five, it's got to be Killer. justified. Okay. Got okay. It. Well. Like, I want six characters, each with their own character. (laughs) Mark, you're setting me up. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so uh, would you mind reading stage? Sure. Is that okay? Yes. Um, uh, I'll be be dad. You want to be Bobby? Okay. Um, I'll be, um, uh, let's see. Um, Who else do I have here? Mom and grandma, it looks like. Uh, Ma, I'll be grandpa as well. So I'll be dad, grandpa, and then I need mom. Would you mind reading? Sure. Mom? Okay. And I think that's it, yeah? All right. Okay. Interior living room. Bobby is with his mom and dad in their living room. It's his first weekend back from college. This is such a nice surprise. We weren't expecting you this weekend. I should have called, but I have some great news and wanted to deliver it in person. Well, don't keep us waiting. What is it, son? I'm an official pledge of Kappa Sigma fraternity. Oh, I'm in college. Whoops. 
It's an, uh, I'm an official pledge of Kappa Sigma Fraternity. All right. That's great news, yeah, honey. Okay. Yeah, only fitting you chose to pledge your old man's frat. <laughs> That's terrific, sweetheart. I'm going to go make some lemonade to celebrate. Mom exits the room. Really proud of you, son. Thanks, Dad. Are they hazing you yet? Uh, not really. A few things here and there, but nothing crazy. Yeah, well, it's all in good fun. Now, uh, I want you to drop to the floor and try to suck your own dick. What? Yeah, you heard me. Drop to the floor and suck that dick. Mom enters with lemonade. Here you go, dear. Uh, thanks, Mom. Of course. Now, those guys aren't hazing you, are they? No, Mom, they, they aren't. I was just telling Dad. They don't do that kind of stuff anymore, really. Good. I know what your dad went through when he was pledging, but times are different now. It's for the best, really. Too many kids were getting hurt. Timer goes off. Ah, there's the roast. <laughs> Be right back. Mom exits. Uh, hey, son. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I don't see you bending over there trying to suck that dick of yours. Get to it, boy. Dad, what the heck? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to suck my own dick. Are you talking back to a brother of Kappa Sigma? No, I'm, I'm talking to my dad. And also an inducted member of the Kappa Sigma fraternity, who's telling you to get down and start slurping. Doorbell rings. Honey, can you get that? That must be your father. Dad opens the door. Grandpa walks in. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Grandpa. Bobby has some good news. He's pledging Kappa Sigma. Oh, boy, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You make him suck his own dick yet? Oh, come on. You too, Grandpa? Well, get down there, boy, and stop filleting. It's Kappa Sigma tradition. All members have to do it. I can't imagine that's true. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you a member of Kappa Sigma? No, sir. So you wouldn't know. Now stop mouth, now stop mouth jabbing and start mouth sucking. Mom enters, carrying a tray of lemonade. Hey, Dad, you hear Bobby is a pledge for Kappa Sigma? I heard, yeah, great news. I'm worried they're going to haze him. I've heard stories. Oh, I doubt they do that anymore. Too many people are getting hurt. I can imagine. You make him suck his dick yet? Mom! <laughs> what? You just said you were worried about me getting hazed. Learning how to suck your own dick isn't hazing. It's a skill. I'm not interested in obtaining that skill, Mom. Dad pulls out a board with portraits on a family tree and telescoping pointer. The MacArthur's have a long line of Kappa Sigma members, seven generations dating back to 1807. All proud Kappa, member, uh, Kappa Sigma members, all able to bob their own knob. It's what we're known for, son, is our legacy. You don't want to be the one who broke the legacy, do you, Bobby? Yeah, do you, Bobby? Do you, Bobby? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bobby starts to pack up his stuff, rambling as to how crazy this is. Goes to the door, slams it. We gotta get a new legacy. Blackout! Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite part about that. The suck your own dick line was actually a Kate Huffman pitch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I kind of want, like, you go two pages, like, there's almost a whole page without them saying, is this how you do this? Do I just start saying my thoughts? Yeah, yeah, just get into it. Just (laughs) get right into it, yep. Um, You go almost a whole page without the dad asking them to suck his own dick, and I think it really picked up for me. When the mom's on board, so I think you can move that way up almost like to page two. Because I okay. think we kind of expect how it is kind of right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of expect these, oh, mom's going to leave. Dad's going to go back to his dick. Mom's going to leave. Dad's going to tell him to suck his own dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like, because it got funny to me when they're, the mom's on board and then she says, um, it's a skill. Like, it's not hazing. It's a skill. Because <laughs> I think you could get more into that. Like, well, how is it? benefit you to being able to suck your own dick like what are the benefits because you can kind of get off of 
the dad suck your own dick. No, I'm not going to do it. Suck your own dick. Because right. that's we kind of okay. We've right. seen that get already. Right. So I think get off of that and like have like well, it's a skill. Like what? Okay. Well, what are the benefits of having being able to suck your own dick? Because they keep have Bobby say like, I tried when I was 12. I can't do it. God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, right. well they're going to help you. Yeah. And if you do it, it helps you for X, Y, and Z. And then you, maybe that. And then the grandpa comes in. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I think like get to it sooner, and then also that helps like go into a different. It's the same game, right? But it's just you're playing it in a different way, right? Right. It's a different like you're you're more or less uh, finding comedy in the justification of why it's not hazing but a skill. Yeah. Okay. And then like I like that the moms on board because I would think it's more fun if people are on board with things as opposed to saying no to things. Like yeah. even if Bobby's like, are you sure? Like, well, like if he ends the sketch being like, all right. And like jazz to go back and learn how to suck and excited about sucking his own dick. I almost <laughs> want to see him try to suck his own dick. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. 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 Sure. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you'd get away with that on stage. Or maybe Unless he he's... has like, dad has an old like device he used to help. Like it's like some weird belt that like a bungee cord thing that helps him bring his neck down <laughs> or something like this was maybe that's what grandpa brings yeah right. oh he like, comes over be like oh i heard like a training belt yeah. or something yeah, yeah they, really so the grandpa funny. can come in and be like i heard that you're having problems sucking your own dick yeah. like i got a solution it's in a nice chestnut case <laughs> right. maybe. yeah well i thought about you like like blow the dust off of it when it comes because maybe bobby comes in his attitude is like yeah i'm being hazed they're making me suck my dick and i can't do it uh-huh. and then oh, the dad's that's like funny. Hey, pick it. I'm. We're gonna help you. And like, don't tell mom. But then mom's like, Hey, no son of mine's not gonna be able to suck his own dick. (laughs) (laughs) So I always think there's more fun to be in people like accepting the game. Yeah, and like people accepting like as opposed to saying because we don't want them to say no. As an audience, we want them to play this game. We want to see them have fun with it. I don't. It's it's less fun to hear people say like. Here's this idea, then have another character bat it down. You right. know what I mean? Like, no, because yeah. that's the fun. So, like, yeah. let's do more of the fun. Then, by having someone accept it, we can then move forward and like find more ways to play this game or this hazing. Like, I think maybe make it like almost heartfelt. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a, it's like the family supports him and like the son leaves happy and like I'm yeah. gonna go suck my own dick <laughs> thanks cool. to my family's help. Like, it's almost that like like a, what's that? There's a trope I'm trying to think of like um. Like, I guess it's just a family, like, almost like a family... Like, he's being bullied, almost. Yeah. Or like, but they're, like, they're, like... But you can do it. You yeah. can do it. Like, almost like the coach, but it's a dad. Like, the yeah. coach is like, let's get out there and win one for the Gipper. But instead, it's like, hey, you can suck your own dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Yeah, that's funny. I would really like... I When I thought of this, and I had your same idea, like, it'd be really funny if you could make something like that, like... Where it looks like he's sucking on his own dick. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so my um my thought <laughs> would be like if you could make like so I make a lot of stuff in my sketch shows. I'm a cool. engineer by trade, so I'd like to make stage props and all that shit. So I would make a table where you could like mm. off stage sit in and then have like a fake pair of legs and then like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks That's like funny. it's his body so like from the audience you could pull it up he's like i don't know that's funny yeah he made a thing one time this is probably my favorite thing he's ever made where i shot myself in the dick <laughs> and he rigged up a thing and it shot blood out of my asshole oh my into the audience so like I into pulled, the audience it, it was supposed to go but it yeah. didn't yeah. it went into the the guy fired the gunshot 
from the booth too early, <laughs> and so it shot into the into the curtains. Yeah. But it was still pretty funny. But it yeah. he rigged it up so when you like, I had the trigger in my pocket. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Great. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, anyways. that's what I, I would make something like that to where you could like literally. I mean, it's see like him. a Chekhov's gun. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you yeah, bring yeah. it up the idea of self-sucking we're right. gonna want to see we're gonna want to see it. yeah right. by the end, yeah. maybe it's even like grandpa like grandpa yeah you yeah. know what i mean that seems more outrageous oh, like the grandpa like sucking his, like own, grandpa dick. Sucks yeah. his own dick maybe he comes <laughs> in on a wheelchair maybe that's easier to rig up I oh don't know. maybe yeah or maybe you just get someone that's really like i have a feeling like adam's very flexible <laughs> and he plays the grandpa yeah. yeah just ask your sketch team who can suck their own dick <laughs> yeah. hey guys uh yeah don't take this the wrong don't take this the wrong way but i need to see who can suck their own dick uh oh it's the single guy big shot <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the 38 year old single guy on our team <laughs> what a surprise happy. yeah yeah uh cool all right great i think that's the one only other question i had uh about it is uh and we talked about this is is should it i mean i think now the way you you pitched and I think is a good direction of it is keeping it all on sucking your dick. But what if it's not that like as a potential other hazing? Yeah. Is it too crazy to go to other things or is that just the sucking your dick thing? Good enough. I think there's enough. So to milk out of that, so to speak. Yeah. Um, So, um, but you certainly could, that's another direction. Mm -hmm. Um, like what, like other, like, yeah. Like, like what if it's, I think you have to get away from things like, because that also doesn't seem like a thing a frat hazing doesn't do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like sucking. So I think it has to be other, like, you might need to pull back and maybe that's sucking your dick is like the more hard one. So you do right. something lower right. than that. Right. Work your way up to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I like. Are I, they all. Do they all have to be dick related? No, I think like, it's can just it be like, like what's the self erotic like homo. Uh, what's it called? Oh, auto erotic. Auto erotic fixation. Yeah. Oh. Is that like this first one? Yeah. Where he's like hanging himself in the closet trying to jerk off. Maybe, <laughs> but there's something like, I don't know, but like self-sucking your dick doesn't like hurt you, I guess. Yeah. I guess it is. What is the umbrella that's sucking your dick <laughs> falls yeah. under? Right. Uh, laborious masturbation, I guess. <laughs> masturbation that requires a lot of setup and work and practice. Yeah. <laughs> like the Cause maybe masturbation that's the one, Maybe self-sucking is the first because that's the one we know we're kind of familiar with. Yeah. So then the one after that is like, I don't know. You, yeah. you have to do it in like one of those zero gravity jets that do yeah. the parabolas so you get yeah, zero yeah. gravity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's, a plane, here's a plane ticket. I mean, here's a ticket for a skydiving lesson. Yeah. Um, when 15 seconds before you <laughs> pull the chute, pull your dick out. But then I want to know, know, like, why are they doing, yeah, like, why like, are why all these, like, that? stunt, why is this frat, like, the yeah. masturbation stunt frat? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one to justify. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, like. I think hearing one specific, like, yeah. repeated, but playing it different, like, hearing sucking your own dick, like, if you hear that. Seven and if also you use that same term, you don't change how that term is used. Yeah, there's something very satisfying about sticking to one specific, but then blowing out what that means. You know, right. like getting into the nitty gritty of it and like finding different ways to play that. Cool, it's satisfying. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes it's for because a lot of times the audience expects you to move away from it, or like I expect them to move away for it. But the fact that you're not is also funny too. Yeah, but if it's still heightening and if you're doing like great like if then you mm-hmm. know things like then it's still, as long as it's still surprising, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually one thing that um, 
lately, like for some reason, it's just never something I really thought about in sketches, like which is dumb because I feel like now that I think about it all the time, it's like, oh, is um, what's the word for it now? Uh, subverting the expectation uh-huh. at, at the end of a sketch specifically. Yeah, and like that's something that um I've really like sort of been trying to play with lately. And what I always end up doing now is just someone dies. Sure, and that's I, a big I, one for I, me too. I, like they pull out a gun. Yeah, and, and I want to know like, how, like I wonder how you get. Is there? Do you have any hints at getting away from that? Like, I know that's like a big go-to for me, right? Because it's like it's so easy, but also like catches people off guard. It certainly does, but also, um, but sometimes it could become like predictable. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. easy, and it is sometimes like a first thought. Um, I don't know. There are, of course, you. I think having like a weird someone has like a weird take political take all of a sudden you know i don't know there's all sorts of different ways like always end on a strong opinion i think oh that's Hmm. a good note could probably be could be something that was established earlier you know or like an i like a good eye roll kind of or like (laughs) a big like and i don't know like Mm -hmm. also i wouldn't worry too much about blackout your blackout because most people don't even remember the blackouts yeah that's true the great example that was given to me is like you know there's the monty python dead parrot sketch mm-hmm. it's like what considered like one of the greatest sketches of all time yeah. mm-hmm. it ends with like a dumb like gay joke mm-hmm. does like, it no really? one remembers that yeah because it's really... not why that's not what sketches are about it's not about the climax you know what i mean right it's not about that final denouement it's yeah they would often they would yeah i mean monty python hated blackout or like ending sketches too so well, they, they would, would like blur like see, yeah they did it Monty yeah Python yeah did they it. did it they would oh, go okay. into the next sketch or they like... would go meta and look yeah. at the camera yeah yeah and do stuff yeah i haven't seen a lot of people do that going meta could be fun because yeah. i like meta and small like a small dose like yeah that. i'm mm-hmm. yeah i'm not a big meta guy yeah anytime I... anyone says like the words ucb on stage i kind of cringe a little or i used to uh like uh referencing uh, improv, yeah. During sketch shows, it's like yeah, because it's like like eight people get. Well, I guess maybe not at these theaters, but like yeah, I just don't know what it is. It used to be funny to me, and now it's like yeah, I don't really think it's that funny anymore. Yeah, because it mm-hmm. should be funny to anyone off the street because those right. people still come, or like someone's bringing their friends, and like you want it to appeal to the most people right. possible. You know, that's just like a and then every thing. I, inside baseball, you know. Yeah, and but I say that, but then every once in a while, there's like a really good sketch about improv sure. that catches me off guard i'm like oh sure. I, okay that was good mm-hmm. yeah. oh absolutely you could, that yeah. doesn't mean you shouldn't as long right. as it's not relying on like these insider things i think you can absolutely do a sketch based right. on improv or comp you know right, right. The, sh- the shooting someone at the end of sketches i used to tape mod night mm-hmm. and almost every sketch that ended with someone getting shot had uh great laughter <laughs> like people love that <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. yeah yeah like i i would notice like whenever someone pulled out a gun at the end i go this is gonna do good like yeah there's just something about audiences loving like being surprised that someone now has a gun and is gonna shoot someone like, yeah uh, it's kind of a cheat <laughs> trick but yeah every time i've seen it on ucb it seems to work pretty good well there you go do it all yeah, time, yeah. 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 Forget what that's I said. the answer yeah, yeah. more guns, do more yeah, guns. More yeah. guns. <laughs> for a state that hates guns so much they love, love what, them in comedy love them. Yeah. Yeah. Pew, yeah. Pew, pew. yeah awesome man well thanks so much this is so much fun yeah, uh, thanks thanks Mark. for having me yeah, yeah of course um so where can people i know you mentioned you're teaching a workshop right now I'm teaching where it starts in the middle, late May. Okay. Um, it's, you can go to my Twitter for more information. Okay, what's your Twitter? Just Mark Rennie. M-A-R-K. R-E-N-N-I-E. 
at Mark Rennie. That's Great. me. That's you. And I have a Mother's Day show on May 14th where it's comedians doing bits with our actual mothers. Oh, cool. Is oh, that at Sunset fun. or Franklin? Franklin. Franklin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm hosting with my mom. Oh. Uh, I got Aaron Whitehead, Wild Horses there, Matt Cordova. From Karate Karate. Yeah, Matt, Matt Cardova's so, so funny. So funny, He's man. He's the best. Yeah, Connie really Shin is. from Karate Karate. Mm. Love Connie. Love I'm Connie. Like her mom, who has no performance experience, but <laughs> should be very exciting. Oh, yeah. I assume they, none of them had a performing experience. <laughs> I think some do, some don't. Just Justin Michael, Jace Armstrong, their moms are coming. Okay. Oh, should be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a lot of we fun. We did it last year, and it's all it was the. Did warm. Amanda Sitko do it once? Not mine. I don't Not know. Yours. Jenny Pearson did it last year. Maybe it was year. Jenny Pearson that I'm thinking of. Those two are the same person in my head they are exactly they'll love to hear that yeah i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) um awesome and uh yeah you can follow us at foopod f-o-o-w-p-o-d that's it that's it uh dad jeans second sunday of the month io main stage 9 p.m i also have a show on coming up may 10th comedy central stage uh it's called the late night shows Uh, i'm doing Explain what that is. Uh, it's uh, a, a show I wrote with uh, my buddy Shane Hartline. It's uh, two late night shows happening at the same time. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a madness ensues. It's, it's going to be a great show. It's free, 8 p.m., May 10th. It's a Wednesday night. And you can see Ms. Smith at iOS main stage, third Sunday of the month at 10 p.m. Boom. That coveted 10 p.m. slot (laughs) um awesome and uh so for fish out of water we don't have a tagline so we always ask our guests we put them on the spot and we say what should be the tagline for fish out of water those aren't bubbles (laughs) perfect (laughs) thank you mark thanks mark this has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now